0: so sweet to trust in Jesus. Heavenly Father, thank you. And we praise you, Lord. You blessed us, Lord, to this point to trust you, Lord. And we're learning more each day on how to trust you more. Lord. Thank you, Lord. You have shown yourself mighty to us. You've shown yourself to be loving and kind and gracious, Lord. You've shown yourself to be a provider. You've shown yourself to be our healer. So, Father, we want to trust you the more. In crucial times that we're living in, Lord, show us how to trust you more. Over and over and over again. Where can we go but to you, Lord? You have the words of eternal life, you have the answer to every question that we have. You're our source, you're our joy and you're our soon-coming king. As we heard in song today, you are the God who sees us. You know who we are. You know where we are. And we're so grateful today that you have a plan for our lives. So, Father, we just ask you to bless this word to go forth on today. Look on these, your precious people, in a very special way, we pray. In Jesus' name. of God today and God bless all those that are uh, tuning in via Facebook and YouTube. You know, just want to share a word of the Lord today. You see it already posted up there. Have you heard the good news? Praise the Lord. Don't you know that the word of God is good news? If when you can't find no good news anywhere, go to the word of God. Open up your Bible and start reading, Brother Tyrone, and you will find some good news. Thank you, Lord. That's why it's so sweet to trust in Jesus because he is the answer for every situation that comes up in our lives. Isaiah chapter 40, you know, I, I got to share with you, you know, uh, thank God for Power Hour. You know, we, we have Power Hour here at the church, been doing that for 10 years now from 11 to 12, and it's just such a blessing where we're able to just center around God's Word. And so this morning, uh, actually, I, did, I looked at the Power Hour lesson yesterday. We've been so busy. It's been such a busy week. Uh, the Lord bless us to go uh, to the memorial, to the funeral service for Officer Cordero. Out of those 2,000 and something officers there, and snipers on the roof, and 300 family members, the Lord blessed Sandy and I to have us a seat right in the sanctuary <laughs> and we were able to uh, be there to show our support and love for the officer who uh, whose uh, life was ended so abruptly and we thank God for that but uh, yesterday I looked at the power hour lesson and I heard Pastor Jones this morning say man I, I was going to go visit my friend's church and but I saw the heading of the lesson I said I better go to the house of the Lord and And just really blessed me when I looked at it yesterday, because the Lord dropped in my spirit Isaiah chapter 40 uh, during the week. Have you heard the good news? And we've been around the church long enough, we understand that the gospel is good news. See, that the gospel lets us know that there is a God in heaven who sent his son Jesus to die for the sins of the world... And he's going to prepare a place for all of those who trust in him. Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus. And so looking at the book of Isaiah, it, Brother Chucky was just on it this morning. You know, not like they used to say it in jest, you know, on what, I don't know. But no, he was on the word of God this morning, just sharing from the first chapter of Isaiah, just taking us through to where the lesson was in Isaiah 43. And I was just sitting there like, wow. God, you have a message for your people. You have a message for your people. And and, and I would like to read the whole chapter, but I'm not We kind of dissected a little bit. But in this book of Isaiah, in the first 39 chapters, we see a lot of woes, like woe unto you who are despising the name of the living God. Woe unto you who are rebellious and who refuse to line up with God's will, and 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 the message was to the people of God, and there was a whole lot of there were there were kings that were called into question, and, and there were kings who who God uh, 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 delivered in those first thirty nine chapters. We uh, right, actually actually I think around chapter thirty eight there was this uh, king called Sennacherib, and he was blowing out wolf threats of what all he was going to do to God's people and he had the nerve to say you, don't y'all even think that that God you serve can deliver you <coughs> God said don't worry about it he's going to hear a rumor <laughs> that, that, is, that this is what God said before it even happened Sennacherib is going to hear a rumor and he's going to run back home to check it out and he's going to be killed right in his house See, Isaiah, the prophet, is known as the Eagle-Eyed Prophet. <clears throat> this is the prophet who prophesied Jesus, not only death, burial, and resurrection, but even his birth, his birth, 700 years before it happened. So when Isaiah would speak, folks would listen. He, he went to King Hezekiah and said, you know, God said, get your house in order, get your affairs straight, right. because you're going to die and not live. Now, that was bad news. And you know how we do when trouble comes. Hezekiah turned his, way, his face to the wall and started crying, Oh, God, have mercy. God, I'm trying to do all you want me to do. I've been a good king, God. And before Isaiah could get out of the Gentile court, God said, Go back and tell Hezekiah, get him, Give him 15 more years. You're talking about good news. <laughs> That's good news. Uh, so, in chapter 40 it shifts the message goes from some doom and gloom and woes and, and judgments to, to uh, hope to restoration to peace we're going to see in these, in these, in these uh, few verses here today as God cries out through the prophet comfort yes comfort my people saith the Lord saith your God in that comfort that God, that he's talking about, it, it's, it's, it, it's laced with pity and empathy and, and concern. God wants his people to be comforted. You know, uh, uh, even I believe it's 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 3, where he talks about uh, the God of all mercy, the God of all comfort judgment was going to come upon the nation of Judah. And get this, a hundred years later, is when judgment that those woes that had been pronounced was going to take place. And God had said that 70 years after that, his people would be in captivity. But God has a way of sending a word of comfort and good news even to us today. And we'll see some good news in this today for us in 2023. I was almost about to say 2022. And now here we already, what, on the eighth day of the new year? That's good news. God has blessed us to be here one more time, has allowed us to come together one more time with our hearts and our mind focused on the Lord Jesus Christ, who is our provider who is our healer, who is our deliverer, who has the best for us in mind. That's good news. So the people have heard so much. And, you know, it wasn't popular to be a prophet in those days. It's not popular being a Christian these days if you want to care to check it. If you start telling folks what God said, they say, what? You know, they label you, put you in a category. But God said, "This is wrong." God said, "That's that's right," and He wants His people to line up with what's right. And so the people had heard this prophet prophesied doom and bloom and some of the things, and and that was really out of love that the people would say, "You know what?" Just like I said in chapter one, God said, "Come now, let us reason together. Let's talk about this, <coughs> though you're sin sick." You know, though, though you have issues he said come on sit down let's talk son let's talk daughter I have a plan for you and here when we jump in the, in chapter 40 I want you to really listen to some of these the wording here cause it's good news and I don't know about y'all but we need some good news today if you happen to listen to the news or if you happen to turn it on every now and then it is nothing but bad news but God has good news for us sometimes we look at stuff and say where is this thing going? You talk to folks who've been serving the Lord for a long time they would be saying I know the end is coming it can't keep on going like this you know we look around us and we see atrocious things happen I mean those murders in Idaho just been all over the news those four students just slain in their, in their dorm in their house and here's a fella they already arrested People are doing callous things. You know, Jesus said, because iniquity, because sin shall abound, the love of many will wax cold, and people are doing some heinous, callous things in these days. But God has some good news for us. The God of the universe is sending a word through the prophet Isaiah, saying, comfort my people. Comfort, yes, comfort my people, saith your God. Listen to what he said. He said, speak comfort to Jerusalem. You know, we we can look at that in light of the church today, uh, of us today in 2023. God is saying, speak comfort to the church. Just as he sent Isaiah to speak comfort to Jerusalem in that day. Because God had already said, you know what? This place is going to burn up. This beautiful temple is going to be destroyed one day. You're going to go into Babylonian captivity. Matter of fact, back to Hezekiah in chapter 38 or somewhere in there. Uh, he decided one day when when God had restored his life and told him he's going to live another 15 years, and here come these very Babylonians, the bad guys, the gangsters of that day, the ones that's just just terrorizing folks. And Hezekiah, he's been blessed with 15 more years, and he starts showing the Babylonians everything, all the gold, and the silver and all the weapons and the man of God, Isaiah, said, what? what did you show them? He said, oh, I showed them everything. He said, well, the day is coming where they're going to carry off you and all of this stuff into Babylon because of your sin, because of your idolatry. But it, since it didn't happen in Hezekiah's day, he said, okay, that's a good word, Lord, but I'm going to see it. We need to be concerned about more than ourselves. We need to be concerned about the generations to come. And we need to make sure that we're sharing good news with our children, with our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren, that there's good news in the midst of all of the chaos that you see. He says, speak comfort to Jerusalem and cry out to her that her warfare is ended. You know, It is so much in here because we're talking about this prophet, this prophesying, things that are yet to come, things that haven't happened yet, but they're going to happen. And he's preparing them now in order for them to share with their children. Listen, it's going to be some hard times, but the God of the universe is going to bring you out. Sometimes we hear people today saying, oh, I hate to see kids come into this old crazy world where they're going to keep coming, but they need to be insulated with the word of God. You know, I I tried my best to isolate my kids from the things of the world. Send them to Christian school. Don't let them see this. Don't let them go there. And I'm not saying none of that was bad, but God said, listen, man, you cannot isolate them from the world, from the world but you can insulate them with love. Insulate them with the word of God, where they're covered to when they get into the world, they have a foundation. They have something they can stand on. He said, let them know that their iniquity is pardoned, that their sins is pardoned. Wow, you're talking about good news. Is there anybody in here today that know your sins have been forgiven? Hello, I just want to know now because if you can testify to that that's good news you mean as crazy as I've been all my life now my, my sins have been forgiven and my name is written down in heaven I don't have to carry around guilt and shame anymore wow that is good news he said that their iniquity is, is pardoned for she has received from the Lord's hand double for all of her sins isn't it a blessing that Jesus have paid it all all the suffering through all the pain Jesus has paid it all you know you, we know the story of John the Baptist you know but look what it said Here's prophecy concerning him 700 years before he came the voice of one crying in the wilderness Matthew Mark Luke and John they all talk about this the voice of one crying in the wilderness prepare the way of the Lord make straight in the desert a highway to our God Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Let's prepare the way of the Lord in our hearts and our minds today. The uh, preacher said, the prophet said, for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Have we determined that we ourselves and in our home, in our surroundings, are we going to serve the Lord? Boy, that's good news. He said, listen to verse 4, every valley shall be exalted. And every mountain will be brought low. There's some things that we see. Is this thing going to ever get right? Is it ever going to get any better? Are they going to stop killing babies? Uh, you know, but but God has said, the time is coming. I have good news for you. He said, I'm going to make all the wrong. I'm going to turn right out of it. Thank you, God. The crooked places shall be made straight. And the rough places smooth. Yeah. You know, there's an old song you say, climbing up the rough side of the mountain. Have anybody in here been climbing up the rough side of the mountain? You know, but I've learned something. You can't climb up a smooth mountain. It's got to be some gullies and some bumps and some rocks in there to help you climb. You try to climb up the small, smooth, smooth mountain, you just go slide right on back down. So we're learning that in in the Lord, when we understand that trials and troubles and tribulations are going to come our way, but in that we grow. We grow closer, and and it should be a challenge. You know, uh, couples who are married and having some rough times get past the rough time and say, you know what, baby, we're going to work this thing out together because the God we serve, he sees us. And he's got good news for us. The good news is what God has joined together, letting no man put asunder. See, the crooked place shall be made straight and the rough place is smooth. The glory, listen to this, the good news, the glory of the Lord shall be revealed and all flesh shall see it together for the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. That's good news. In the midst of all of my trials, God, that's good news. Thank you, Lord. Verse, jump down to verse 12 and say, and it begins to talk about, uh, Brother Chuckster the sovereignty of God, the 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 power of God, the, the character of God, the, the awesomeness of God. Is asked the question who has measured the waters in the hollow of his hand? Have anybody looked at the oceans lately or the great lakes? And it's saying, The God of the universe, He holds, who has measured the waters in the hollow of his hand. God is so great. He said, oh, that's nothing for me. You know, can you imagine how much the earth weighs? Have you ever got a a Home Depot 5 gallon bucket and filled it up with water, maybe go to do something in the yard? You're trying to catch. How heavy is this planet? And God said, it's nothing for me. Wow. I just want to let somebody know today how great our God is, see. You know, I don't care who don't believe it, who won't receive it, we serve a God who have created everything, and he created us for his purpose. Who has measured the waters in the hollow of his hand? Listen to this. Measured heaven with a span and calculated the dust of the earth in a measure. God calculated the dust of the earth, the sand of the sea, weighed it all out. <laughs> wow. Wow pretty big scale and a pretty big god thank you he weighed the mountains in the scales and, and the hills in a balance wow you picture that who has directed who here's a question again who has directed the spirit of the lord see we serve a god who directs us who wants us to follow him as he leads us? Who has directed the Spirit of the Lord? Or who has his counselor, or who or has his counselor and taught him? Have anybody counseled God lately? That really gets when I hear folks saying, I told God this, and I told what? Who are you to tell God anything? See? But who's been his counselor? And you know the answer to this is nobody, nobody like him. Verse 14 says, with whom did he take counsel or who instructed him and taught him the path of justice? Where do we get a sense of what's right and wrong from? It comes from God. You know, you see, we might have our own thoughts of what's right and what wrong was. Yeah, yeah. Say, so, oh, yeah, I'm all good, you know. I know. No why do folks break in the house at night and when they think nobody's home because they know that it's wrong God has set some things in order you know have you have if you've been around folks and, and, and it just so happened they find out that you're a Christian and they might be saying something ruh, 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 and they say excuse me you, I, I tell them don't mind me <laughs> you, you know I, I'm just trying to live for the Lord here you know see Who, with whom did he take counsel and who instructed him and taught him in the path of justice? Who taught God knowledge and showed him the way of understanding? Who? Nobody. Nobody can do it. His ways are high above ours as the heaven is above the earth. He's God Almighty all by himself. The Bible says Genesis 1, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. And you know what? The heavens and the earth is still here, and stars are still born, because the Lord said, let there be light. Why do I think sometimes that my situation, God can't handle it? Just give it to Jesus. He'll work it out. But you see, I get in trouble sometimes. I'll be trying to fix it. I'll be trying to, oh, say, oh yeah, I'm I'm a man. I, you know, and, and by the time I get to the end of things, thing, say, I, I should have went on and took this to the Lord. I just... I should have prayed on it, gave it to God, and been done with it. Praise God. And verse 21, we're gonna, it's a lot of questions in this chapter, that are, and, and we'll look at them. But it's—it's it's God wants us to think about how great he is. Verse 21 say, have you not known? Have you not heard? Has it not been told from the beginning? Have you not understood from the foundations of the earth? listen to verse 22 matter of fact before verse 22 I got a slide a picture I want you to put up if you have that in the computator listen look at that and now listen that's not a purple marble remember we used to shoot marbles some of y'all well we old now some of y'all didn't do that you're younger group y'all didn't y'all didn't shoot but some of the only thing we had Steve was marbles to play with And then my mother was so we couldn't play for keeps either. I'm probably talking way over y'all's head. We couldn't gamble playing marbles to where we win the other boys' marbles and put them in our pocket. We have to play for fun. My mother said, you play for fun, boy, I bought them marbles. And you left home with ten, you better come back with ten. But this is not a marble. This is planet earth. Listen to verse 22. I'll just read it. Leave that there for a minute. It said... Talking about this God we serve. It is He who sits above the circle of the earth. God has given man to be able to get in outer space to take a picture of the planet for us to in in the middle. Okay, what's holding it up? Matter of fact, which way is up? Matter of fact. Why don't nothing fall off? I mean, it is he who sets above the circle of the earth. Who is it that said the earth was flat? God never said that. It said, who is he, who, who is he capital H-E, who sits above the circle of the earth? And its inhabitants, that's us, are like grasshoppers. Who is it who stretches out the heavens like a curtain? Have anybody, you went up there to Joshua Tree and saw all those stars up there. You never did see the shooting star, but who did that? Who did that? Who stretches out the heavens like a curtain and spreads them out like a tent to dwell in? I'm talking about good news, saints. Have you heard the good news that God is awesome? I don't care who don't believe it. He's still awesome. And he's gracious. And he's kind. And he's loving. And he has all power in his hands. And he has power to save and power to deliver. He has the power to answer prayer. Anybody have any prayers going up before God on a continual basis? Are you praying for someone? Are you praying for yourself? Are you praying for the church? Are you praying for situations? Let me tell you what. He hears. In the midst of holding this whole world in the palm of his hand, he is concerned about you and me. He is concerned when, when, I, when I lose my glasses and start praying, Oh, God, I don't know where they're at. I can't see nothing and he answers the prayer you mean little old me God is even concerned he said verse 23 he brings the princess to nothing everyone who thinks they all that in a bag of chips God said you ain't nothing but you're something you're somebody when you're in me see people say it ain't what you know is who you know it sure is true if who you know is Jesus it's who you know is the, the God, the Lord of glory. That's then it depends on who you know. See? see, I ain't broke. I ain't poor. My father is rich in houses and land. And he holds this old world in the palm of his hand. He holds the cattle on a thousand hills is his, and the hills too. Thank you, God. And so verse 28 through 31, listen to this. Another question because, see, see, have you heard the good news? Listen to this. Have you not known, have you not heard that the everlasting God, that's from eternity, the Lord, the self-existing one, the creator of the ends of the earth, he never faints, nor is weary. I don't know about y'all, but that's good news. You cannot weary God. And we have a devil that will try to tell you, you done messed up so many times, there you go crying out to God again. You better keep on crying out to him. Better keep on confessing Said, saying, Lord, I blew it again, but here I am. Help me, Lord. Forgive me, Lord. Establish me, God. He said, the everlasting Lord, the God, the creator of the ends of the earth, this is powerful to me. He ne- neither faints nor get weary. I don't know about y'all, but I get weary sometimes. Sometimes I feel like throwing in the towel. Sometimes I feel a little faint. But the God we serve, He's never weary. He He's never He never faints. Thank you, Lord. And, and it and it goes on to say His understanding is unsearchable. Wow. You can't. I don't care what you put in the computer, it's gonna come back. With well, I don't know, because that's the God who we serve. Speaking of that, that. I, I got to rush through that, but I remember Sandy and I. We—that's uh, around the time Camille was born. How many of y'all remember the Commodore computers? See, okay, I'm too old. Commodore 64. If you had a Commodore six, don't, and listen, don't get a Commodore 128. And, and and we called ourselves programmers. We had created a program that was a bouncing ball. Doin', do-ing. <laughs> that's all That's all it did. But we created a spreadsheet because we were trying to handle our finances. And so in this program, you could put in what you're making, your income, and then you put in another column, what overhead you have and what you're spending. And then at the bottom of it, if you were in the red, we programmed it where it would say, start praying. <laughs> so, so every time Satan and I would put our information in every payday is a start praying. But we never went hungry. We always had a place to stay. God always made a way out of no way. I say, thank you, Lord. That's the God who's who's unsearchable. What the computer can't figure out, God say, I got this. David said I once was young, but now I'm old and I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his children begging bread. So have you not known, have you not heard the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth? He neither faints nor is weary. His understanding is unsearchable. Listen to this, somebody. He gives power to the weak. Come on now. That's talking about us. I don't know about you, but we get a little weak sometimes. He gives power to the weak. And to those who have no might, he increases strength. Have you ever been in a place where you felt like you just can't go no further? Have you ever been a place where you feel like, if this one more thing happened, I don't know what I'm going to do? But you're still standing. You're still here. God brought you through those hard times. And he'll continue to bring you through if we keep our hearts and minds fixed on him. He gives power to the weak and to those who have no might. He increases strength. Even the youth, even the young folks today, y'all. Listen, they, look at what they're teaching kids in kindergarten. And don't call your teacher Mister. Busy no more. Even the youth shall faint and be weary. They got a, the youth have a, a life ahead of them, and sometimes the stuff they're seeing it don't look like it's too promising. But God, even the youth shall faint and be weary. We live in a time, and it says, and young men shall utterly fall. Oh God, we're seeing it all around. It it grieves my heart when I go to the prisons and see all those young men locked up for years, facing 20, 30, 40 years, life sentences. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall live fall. But listen to this, verse 31, but those who wait on the Lord, now this is good news. That's all I'm saying today. Have you heard the good news? But those who wait upon the Lord, some of you have been going through for a long time, and you don't know what the end is going to be, but it say, but those who wait upon the Lord. What's going to happen to those who wait upon the Lord? They shall renew their strength. Have you ever been in a place to kind of feel like your hip coming back a little bit? Oh, thank you, Lord. I got so sick not too long ago. I had lost so much weight. Hated to get on the scales. Lord, start working, start giving me strength. I stood on the scale. I said, hey, Sandy, come look at this. She was getting a little little, little pounds back on again. The God we serve, he knows who we are and where we are. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. Renew? That means you had some strength once before. But because of the troubles and the trials that you're facing, sometimes you start losing strength. But he gives power to the faint. Uh, but those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. Have you ever mot- noticed that majestic eagle? You remember when we went up to uh, Alaska on the cruise ship, and you could see uh, all of those white, look like golf balls, all in the trees. They were eagles, nesting up in Juneau, Alaska. Wow, but their wingspan. And, and predators on the ground is afraid of them. They don't even hear them come. They're the first stealth fighters. Just go down and pick up something and do what they do with it. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. Oh, God. Saints, don't get weary in well doing. For in due season you'll reap the harvest if you don't give up. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Have you heard the good news? Romans eight thirty one 31 say, What then shall we say to these things if God be for us? Yeah. Come on, somebody. Who can be against us? In whatever your trials is, you need to know that God is with you. If you have given your life, your heart to Jesus, he is with you. Man, 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 ain't that good news? Used to be old song. Ain't that news. Ain't that good news. Thank you, Lord. Jeremiah 29, 11, our theme theme scripture for 3 P's Christian ministry. The Lord said, for I know the thoughts that I think toward you. Now, listen, that ought to be a blessing right there. God is thinking about me. He's thinking about you, your situation, what you're going through. But better than that, he knows the plan that he has for you. Who can hinder God's plan? We can. He wants us to trust him. He wants us to draw close to him. He wants us to lean on him. He said, for I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not evil. See, sometimes people charge stuff to God, to God they did. Why would God let this happen? There's sin in the world. People have a free will to decide what they want to do or not do. But he's, it, it, he says, God said, said, the Lord thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. I hope somebody in here today, regardless of how old you are or what you've gone through, that you know that you have a future. And in that future, you should have hope that things are going to get better. That God is working on your behalf. He don't teach us to swim, to let us fall. Man, ain't that good news. Matthew 11, 28 said, come unto me, all you who are laboring and you're heavy laden, even with sin. He said, come on to me, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. Are we learning of God today? Are we we opening up our Bible to hear what these folks are talking about? We're hearing a lot about this Jesus. Let us search him out for ourselves. Come unto me, all you who are laboring, who are going through, you're weary and heavy laden. He said, come on, I'll give you rest. And not only that, he said, take my yoke up. Take, listen, take the heaviness up on, take my yoke up on you and learn of me. He said, because my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And what? You shall find rest for your soul. I'm telling you, we can be so overloaded with stuff that's happening, crazy stuff in government. Crazy stuff in our families, crazy stuff at the gas pump, Costco gas even going back up again. But God, Revelation 22, 12 through 13, I'm talking about good news. Jesus said, behold, I am coming quick. Now, to the person who have no inkling of who this God is, it just goes right over their head scriptures is being fulfilled. Things that we're seeing and experiencing, God has said this stuff is going to happen. He said, but behold, I come quickly and my reward is with me. How many like a reward? You know, on the me, on the MeTV channel, they got wanted dead or alive. <laughs> right? Right? He go out with a bounty on folks and, and he's looking to get that. But you know what? I'm looking for that reward that will never give way. I'm looking for that reward to where I will be in the presence of the Lord forever and forever. He said, Behold, I am coming quickly, and my reward is with me to give every man, that's generic, every human being, every man, woman, boy, girl, uh, to give uh, every man according to his work. He says, I am the Alpha and the Omega. I am the beginning and the end. Man, that's good news. The good news is whatever you're going through, take it to the Lord in prayer. Whatever seemed to be too heavy for you, matter of fact, even if it don't seem heavy, take it to the Lord. We're living in some crucial times right now. And we're not going to be here forever. That's the, now, that, that ain't bad news. That's good news if you know Jesus. See, nothing is lost when you know where it's at. I know that I'm going to see my mother again. Why? because she was in Christ, and Christ was in her, and she's in heaven, and I say, I'm going to see her again. That's good news. Thank you, Lord. He said that man should always pray and not faint. That's good news. He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. That's good news. There's so much good news in the word of God. Thank you, Lord. Good news, good news. And we need to focus on the good news of the word of God. Now, listen, all things work together for good, for them who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. But that don't mean that everything that happen is good. So in those times where things ain't good and they don't feel good and they don't look good. But you have to know when you put it all together, it all works together for the good. Why? For who? For them, first of all, who love the Lord. How many love the Lord today? I'm serious. How many just really love the Lord? Listen, he says, so all things work together for good for them who love the Lord and who are called according to his purpose. Don't you know that God has a purpose for you and you and you and you and me? He has a purpose for us. And you know where there's unity, there's strength where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. If we put our hearts and our minds and our spirit together, we can make a difference on this hill, in this community, in this state, in our homes. We can have good news to share that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. Amen. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Amen. I just want to encourage the saints today. Have you heard the good news? Wow. That Jesus saves. Have you heard the good news that he's a provider? Have you heard the good news that what's too hard for you is just right for God? Have you heard the good news that man's extremity is God's opportunity to step in and bless you? Oh God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You know, have a song on your heart though, sweetheart? Amen. Amen. That's so good. Hallelujah. Bless us. that give the Lord a hand. Praise praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Is there anyone today that would like to give your life to Jesus? You know, some things in the house of the Lord have been so distorted, you know, uh, and we, we need to be cognizant of that. But the fact is, Jesus saves. The fact is, Jesus is Lord. The fact is that he is a forgiver of sin. The fact is that he can turn our dark yesterdays into bright tomorrows. The fact is that Jesus is standing with his arms wide open calling men and women to himself to strengthen us, to bless us, to heal us. I'm so grateful to see Mama Sonya in the house. Anna. She's been sick and afflicted, but she's here in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Our God is a healer. He's a deliverer. Hallelujah. Brother Mark, the Lord has touched him. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Brother Ron, back in the house of the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Ain't that good news? Thank you, Lord God. Y'all might get tired of me saying it, but it was a few months ago. I'd be up here about to fall, thought I was going to fall down, but God has strengthened me, took those symptoms away, and I say thank you, Lord. That's good news. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Loud standing out of sea, 43 years. That's good news. Thank you, Lord. So I want to encourage somebody today. Don't leave here like you came. If you need Jesus in your life, just raise up your hand. We're going to pray for you. If you are, are toiling and you've got situations in your life and you know that when you get back home, you're going to be looking at the same situation, I just want you to raise your hand. I want to pray for you today because our God, who holds this old world in the palm of his hand, he's got an answer for you. Ain't that good news? Praise the Lord. Amen. Come on, let's stand. We're going to be dismissed. And let me just say this. We, we, we're going to have the, the business meeting at 2 o'clock. Thank God for the hospitality. They've already prepared some food for us, amen, to snack on. In these next few minutes, we can have a time of fellowship and hugging and and fist bumping and shake, whatever it may be. Praise the Lord. We're going to just uh, come together and see what the Lord has to say for three peace Christian ministries, amen. Father, I thank you today. Thank you for these, your people. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your anointing. Thank you for being God. Thank you for giving us good news, Lord. In the midst of trouble and trials, thank you for good news, Lord. We don't have to stay in the same condition we've been in. So, Father, I pray today that you would stretch out your hand and save. I know you are Savior Because, Father, you saved me. And you're still saving, God. There's someone that may be listening, and they don't even understand what we're talking about but father if you put it in their hearts and their minds the need for you to be in their lives that you would take them by the hand and you would lead them and you would show them the way to glory god won't you prick hearts and minds on today bind the devil cast him out in the name of jesus show us the need father god for trusting you for serving you for drawing close to you It's so sweet to trust in you, dear God. So, Father, those that may have trouble in their home, we're praying today. Loved ones that are sick and afflicted, we're praying today. Those who are in the valley of decision, God, we're praying. We're calling on the God of heaven today. Give direction, Father, in the name of Jesus. Those who've been waiting on a blessing for a long time. Mm. We hear the song saying it's your season to be blessed. But Father, I pray that you would let someone know today, today is their season to be blessed. To move a little further down the road. Oh God, won't you give somebody courage on today. Encourage someone's heart on today. Bless us, Lord, as we go out. Bless us as we come in, Lord. Help us to glorify you in everything we say and do, Lord. Cause our homes to be a place of of praise and worship and peace and joy and comfort God in the name of Jesus we bless you we bring it all to you today Lord. those that are in need of a vital relationship that they've been looking for God let it be their time that you would join and yoke them up with just who that person is they'll live their life Balance up their days for you, God. Nothing too hard for you. So, Father, we just pray today. Pray for those that are not in the house of the Lord. We pray for Brother John. God, won't you touch him where he's at? So faithful, so loving, so kind. And God, send the help that he needs in that rehab facility. He's been patient, now. But Father, won't you move on his behalf? Heal Brother John. Raise him up, God. I told him, I said, John, we need a greeter at the house of the Lord. He said, I'm there. <laughs> Hallelujah. Wheelchair scooted all. He said, I'm there. God, we thank you. Won't you send a word of healing to him today? Elder sister, her ever, Bless them, Father. In the name of Jesus. Heal their bodies. Touch their home. Bless their home. God, we, we just pray for the saints everywhere. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. In the mighty name of Jesus. Now unto him who is able to keep you from falling, and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy, to the only wise God our Savior be glory, majesty, dominion, and power both now and forever. Amen. Praise the Lord. God bless you. Amen. We are dismissed. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah.